welcome to another episode of What Incarnation, and I'm here with my dad today, Skip Kerr, as per always, and we are going to talk, I believe, about marketing today, Dad. Well, yeah, we'll take a look at it and see. I, I can only relate to the marketing I did a long time ago, 20 years ago, that, you know what, marketing's marketing, and I think maybe that's something, a lost art, particularly in retail today. Uh, as far as I can see, Heather, the marketing has gone towards your social media not to say that's not super important because I believe it is with everything moving online as we've okay. certainly seen in the last few years. I mean, yeah. your customer counts are down, your um, phone ins are down, everything's down. And I think you're more and more becoming all, all the flower shops are becoming more and more virtual retail outlets. Well, I like, we were talking to someone yesterday and I liked how he put it because he said, it's not like you just drive to the florist and, and place your order for, for your mom now, and there's only one florist on that street. Now you go to this, you know, Flowers Edmonton, and there's like a giant street with nothing but florists on it. So how do you distinguish yourself, I guess? Well, I, that, that certainly is a question beyond my skill sets. I mean, I'm talking... You're talking old school. I'm talking old school. I'm talking clowns on the road because, man, that's where it was at for me, and... They brought in, that clown brought in a lot of business for Oh, yeah. I could put a clown on the road at that time, pay them about seven fifty an hour. If they brought in one guy, I made that. And then if they brought in three or four or five, I made the rest. And yeah. that was profit after that. So it, it really did work. And I think we advanced from clowns, and we even got into mimes. Get that. You know, I mean, it's just mimes. Mimes. I remember mimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We had mimes. Well, you had to... Marketing back in the day was a lot of it. It's just messaging. I, we had a, uh, not a sandwich board. What do they call those yellow road oh, signs? like a road sign, yeah. Yeah, we'd have those. And part of our stra buy strategy at the time was pretty simple. I kept changing and kept those signs topical. And it's much like you would have to do on your social internet social thing. Social media, yeah. Your social media thing, yeah. And so you'd always have signs on there that were trying to, Keep people, and then people started driving all around. They'd alter their way to work to come by my signs. They tell me that. Oh my gosh, that's so fantastic! It is fantastic. Do you have one that you can remember? Oh, geez, I had so many. Uh, I remember once uh, we always use roses or red. You know, roses yeah. are red, violets are blue, and something. Bu 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 bu. Right. Number one, there's few words, and you could get it all on a road sign. I, no, I can't right off the top of my head remember any one in particular, but that kind of stuff, it was the same thing you have to do today is what we were trying to do is attract people into our business. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, we did all kinds of things. I mean, geez, I remember one time we even had a, a man eating chicken in the store. A man. Okay. Whoa, back up. You have got to tell our listeners about the man-eating chicken. Well, it was the a man-eating man chicken. Well, he was very vicious. And, you know, we were lucky enough to get the chicken to come in. And anyway, people came by and put the sign up in advance and worked it for about a week about the man-eating chicken. And, yeah, people started coming in. And I think we announced it was going to be there between certain hours on Saturday and Sunday. And sure enough... The people came in swarms to see the man-eating chicken. Well, wouldn't. Well, that's what I thought. And anyway, all we did was that we took a room in our in our shop at the time and put a guy in there in a tuxedo. 
<laughs> with a box of Kentucky. And, and every time, <laughs> yeah, and every time somebody came by, the man-eating guy would take a bite out of the chicken. I mean, a lot of guys got it. <laughs> but, but everyone, so well, it was, and, and people enjoyed it. And, you know, crazy stunts like that, we were doing them all the time. Do you remember there was one year at uh, that one location, we put up the, the Batman lights? I called them. We had three sets. Well, I can tell you the story about that because I remember it well. And what it was were these air, air lights. They're not Batman lights. They were spotlights. Call them a Batman, right? Yeah. And they. It summons people. Yeah. Well, it does. And one of, they get, they were good ones and they were on a generator actually. So they, they were really powerful ones, but they could reach way up. And I used them at Valentine's. It was Valentine's. Yeah. yeah it was perfect yeah. because. Valentine's number one here up in Canada at, at uh, four o'clock. It's dark in February, five o'clock, whatever. Yeah. yeah, so you could put them up on Valentine. And the one year I did it, I'd, I'd always kept, I knew that Valentine's was a big day and we could do, but I did $5,000 in extra sales after our closing time, because which was six o'clock. Right. Because people could see it and they're driving all over Edmonton to see. Well, yeah, well, it's here. We got lights going on, and um, they kind of gyrate in the air. It was kind of interesting, it really, like wasn't Batman. it? <laughs> uh, no, there was no Batman signal. I liked it so much that I went out and I booked the guy for the following year where he had a trailer with three of them on it. Yeah, or maybe there was four. No, it was three. It was, it was three. three. Yeah. It was three. Uh, and oh man, it was fantastic! What a light show! The whole of Edmonton really came out oh, the following year. Yeah. And then, uh, as things progressed, we moved off it, or you know. But it was a whatever I paid for those lights. Well, well was paid. Oh, Just an yeah. extra business business that showed up when those lights were on. The lights they wanted to know. Yeah. And I had people tell me they were driving in from as far away as Camrose, which is 35, 40, 50 miles out of Edmonton. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and they were they were spotting the lights as they were coming into Edmonton. You could actually see them. They were high enough. So it was a great show. And I think one of the better ideas we we had, probably something, if you had a, hot, a retail spot you were trying to work, it would be something I would consider. I don't even know maybe restrictions on it today. Oh, you never know. Uh, I mean, that was back in the day. That's 20 years ago. I don't ago. even know where to go to rent one, but you could easily find out with Google. Well, sure. But it looked like a movie movie theater opening, you know, that kind of thing. It really of, did. Actually, that's a great description. Mine's yeah. better, but that's okay. We had other things, too, though. You know, like <laughs> we had we had stores out in Oakville, Ontario. God, I, I love this. And Oakville, we put our clown out there, which was when we opened the store. And <laughs> the person working for us came up to me and says, you know, this is Oakville. I says, yeah, Oakville, yeah, Ontario, nice place, wealthy place, lots of people, good money. She says, maybe you should have buccaneers instead of clouds. Buccaneers. There's lots to be said about buccaneers. But anyway, yeah, I remember one Mother's Day, uh, we used to get such huge crowds coming in once people really realized who we were, where we were, what we were doing, that I hired a whole band that sat outside the shop and played. I'm talking a rock band. And, I remember that. I used to have to hire guys to do the parking 
you know, to make sure people got parked. Yes. I remember even hiring an accordion player so that. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, well, and it worked really well. Yeah, he was a blank guy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, one of them was anyway. One year, he sat there. I remember he got so busy that we had to move him into the washroom, and went in there and. Somebody turned the lights on, and he could hear the switch go. He says, you don't have to turn the lights on for me. He said. <laughs> That's right. But, oh, well, they were trying to be nice. <laughs> no, were. It was good. But we used to hold barbecues in the summer and give out free hot dogs and stuff like yeah. that. People would come in, particularly the community would come in, the guys living there. So what we did was create a very, well, a, a very in place to be. Yeah. Uh, best little kept secret in Edmonton at one point. You know, like, and I think what what it really means is that that's what you have to do with your site today. And I know, I know these things don't translate today, but maybe they do because nobody's done them in so long. I think it would almost, it, it's so old, it's new, to be honest with you, because now the marketing, I mean, I admit, I do social media, I do email marketing a lot, and but that's not where it ends, although I'm not necessarily in a, in a full retail situation. Well, it's social media. You could have fun with that. I, I mean, you could be sending out stuff that's really important, uh, really interesting, rather, and and you know, to trying to grab them. And I know you do that with some of your your social media programs. But I think you have to be consistent. You gotta you gotta go out there routinely, and you've got to be putting it yourself and your company in front of these people. Uh, I know they don't necessarily walk into your store, but you know, the advantage was said, has been said that one of the clear advantages of a flower shop is you can deliver in the same day that an order comes yeah, through. Yeah, one of the very first companies really is flower shops to do that. Yeah, well, the problem with that, there's a cost. Yeah. And I mean, whether people that say, well, you know, free delivery. No, it's not free. It's included in your price. It's Of it's, course, of course yeah. it is. And I, I think what you have to get uh, is really get people to attract them into your store. And I think you can have a better online or a better better sale when you're talking one-to-one -one with somebody. Yeah. Now, probably technology will get there soon enough where you can do that, but it's still not the same as walking into a store and somebody taking you to the cold room and then saying, well, we got this, we got this, we got that. Yeah. Here's what we can put together for you. And I think that's a lost art today yeah, in the I retail agree. environment. I agree, and it may be because consumers don't want to, or maybe they do want to and don't know they can, or I don't know what the answer is to that. Well, you know what? I think a lot of people, I mean, we all say that it's internet, it's going internet, which it is, but there's segments of the population that are not driven by the internet, and if they are, they're not being addressed, and that's the seniors in particular. Now, we could do a whole show on, and that I have very, because I am one, very specific ideas about what should happen. And the more you read on it, you can, these are people that we should be tackling. But I'd like to do a podcast on that because there's a lot of information out there about seniors, how to get to them, what they're looking for. And so, but these people too, when they can, would like to walk or go into your store. They'd like the $10 in their pocket or $15 for delivery rather than in somebody else's pocket. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we have to look at that. It's all about motivating the public to get under there. You know, like I remember, 
I think you can just about finish this off by saying one thing. I, we, we had a convention once, and I remember taping dollar bills under every one of the chairs. Yeah. We had about 150 to 200 participants. Oh, at I the, remember this, yeah. Yeah, and, and then you, it, it, as we started wrapping up the convention, we got up and we say to the guys, okay, everybody get up, stand up. Now look under your chair. So everybody in the in the convention got up, stood up, oh, and they, oh, we got a dollar, we got a dollar. And then the question we asked them was, what did you learn? Well, it's pretty simple what they learned. You got to get off your ass to earn a dollar. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. And I, I think that's... It's so true, though. And I think that you kind of get almost, I don't want to use the word lazy because social media is a lot of work. It truly is to keep up with everything, but I think you get stuck in that, well, I'll just do social media and online. And speaking of online, actually, it's websites. Like your website is your flower shop, if that's the case. And it has to look, you know, like everything is. Well, let's put it this way, Heather. You can't have your Christmas decorations up in in your shop when it's Mother's Day. Right. And you can't have your Mother's Day stuff up when you're in the middle of some other season. Right. You need to be on top of your website, making sure that the day after Mother's Day, all Mother's Day messaging needs to come down. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, you know, I know that's like, well, that's common sense, but I've seen websites before that haven't done that. No, that's correct. And uh, anyway, that's a start on marketing. That's all I got to say about it today. And that was it. All right, then. It's a short podcast today, people. So keep them coming. We're on Spotify and we're on Apple iTunes. So make sure that you subscribe, whatever uh, system that you use. And we would love to hear any ideas that you want to ask my dad. He's always a wealth of information. So I look forward to hearing your comments and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye.